Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Our Ladies of Sorrow. It was written by Kevin Ross. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is episode eight. Our recap will be given by Dan DePolis as his character, Nathaniel Pickering. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Dan? I suppose I was thinking wishfully when I thought I'd rent myself free from the hold of the three sisters. After the ordeal at the apartment in Boston, I took some time to go out sailing on my newly finished sloop. I sailed out from Halibut Point in Rockport and headed north. I followed the coast to Portsmouth and on up to Maine. I supposed a visit to my hometown was going to set my head straight after what we all suffered in Boston. So I made my way up to Penobscot Bay, my old haunt. Memories of childhood came flooding back to me and I was glad to be distracted from the turmoil of life back home. The respite from those welcoming coves and islands was brief. I was not ready for the news from Clara when I returned to port. She had just gotten word from the Mojave County Sheriff's Department in Kingman, Arizona, that our daughter Ellie is missing. She was on a trip to Las Vegas with some friends from school. It seems like they decided to go hiking in the desert north of Kingman while they were in the area and did not find their way back home. What dug a pit in my stomach, though, was that some facts pointed to a connection to the three sisters. The news frayed my sanity like an old worn out rope. I couldn't handle it on my own, so I did what I thought was right at the time. I called my friends from Boston. If anyone could understand and empathize with my pain, it would be them. So with despondent resignation, I called Rooster, hoping my friends would know what to do because I sure couldn't think straight. We all met at Andy's restaurant and had a discussion about my problem and what, what it means for everyone. Luckily, all my new friends are more than eager to help me get Ellie back. We made our way to Kingman and tied in with the sheriff to see what he knows and how we can help look for Ellie. Turns out that one of her friends was found in a location not too far from where they were hiking. My hopes were dashed when I saw the conditions they found him in, though. He was torn up, battered, and nearly catatonic. He could only mutter a few nonsense words that I could do nothing with. His condition convinced me that these kids didn't just get lost in the desert. Something's out there and we need to find it and stop it. So we make our way north to the desert of size to feel our way through this darkness and learn the true nature of Mater Superiorum and what she wants with us. Thank you. It is Sunday, August 16th. It is the morning and our investigators are traveling northward into the sighing desert itself. The cool and brisk morning breaks away to the sweat of a hundred and plus degree dry weather. You take your all-terrain vehicles northbound these, uh, with the smattering of Joshua trees and jagged rocks all around. As you go deeper and in deeper into the desert, your GPS tools and your compasses go a little haywire. The compass needle just goes round and round and your GPS tool 
says that you're somewhere in China. Do we have a landmark? Are we on a road or are we off-road? You are on a road. Okay. So at least we know that if we go back in this direction, we should go back home. Right. Um, are there any landmarks, mountain range or anything that we can see so that we know that we're not, we're, that we're still in the Mojave Desert? Of course. So to your northwest, when your compass finally settles, you can see the Grand Wash Cliffs in the distance. So there are the Grand Wash Cliffs. Not sure how far they go, but I think they go quite a ways, um, which would indicate that everything, uh, everything to the uh, everything to the right of us is uh, Indian Reservation. Most of it is, and to the left, it's just desert. Assuming you're just going to go to Nick's uh, Jeep location, marked on the GPS. Right. I'll take a drive roll from everyone who's driving a vehicle. I know you took multiple vehicles. We took AT. AT All-terrain vehicles, like I think ATVs. Took one. Yeah. Huh. Oh, my God. I've only got 20 yep. in drive. Um, I'll spend the nine luck. Okay. Uh, I got a 96. Oh, that's a, that's a fumble? Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, I only have 20 in drive, so. Okay. So okay. you hit a couple rocks, Andy, mm -hmm. and it's absolutely brutal on your vehicle. It begins to putter. I uh, narrowly missed it. But so I'm only looking for fumbles. Just regular fail here. Yeah. So it'll take um, a little more time, and since you're out in the sun, I'd like you all to make con now, as you're getting very dehydrated. Like, yes. okay. I'm cool. I got, I got a hard. I did Wonderful. not quite make it. Okay, so the effects of the sun on you, uh, Nathaniel, are a little damaging. You're some of your skin's exposed. The the sun's just bearing down, and it's it's hot now. It's over a hundred degrees. Nathaniel, the, are you wearing sunscreen? You look yeah, a little I, red. I put some on a while back, but I think I sweated it all off. My my blood's just too thick for this. Here, Every two hours. It's more on. Then I toss in my uh, my spray on. Does anybody Excellent. need water? No, I, I'm I'm good. Just some bumps from driving earlier. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Nathaniel, uh, I recall that was it. The cow skull man was he um, pointing at a specific uh, location? Do you remember? As far as a specific location goes, I couldn't tell you, but I believe he was facing north. Yes, he was facing north from Kingman which means he was just pointing towards the desert. You're not sure anywhere particular, but you're in that desert now, and you've just arrived at the location of Nick's Jeep. Is on top Jeep of that, still there? No. So they probably but brought it in. They have. 
uh, along the Jeep is a a road that's been carved out from use. And you suspect that it goes to the next location, uh, location marked finger on the GPS. It's a smaller road, like a, a hiking trail. It is a hiking trail. And it looks like some, uh, you're, you're definitely not going to get your vehicles through. Okay. Well, we'll have to park all of the vehicles here. End of the line. Not much chance that anybody's going to come out here and steal them. So. No, I'm just concerned about us being out in this too long. You Do know, you want to wait until the sun is lower on the horizon and walk? Do we know about how far the finger location is from where we are? Uh, maybe a mile or two. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, what time of the day is it, though? It's, there's yeah, it's, no cover it's, at all. it's around noon. It's real hot. Yeah, heat, heat of the day. Yeah. But fortunately enough, along the path are the Grand Wash Cliffs, so you'll be in the cliffs area yourself. Okay. Uh, at least in following the trail. Are we on top of the cliffs or at the base of the cliffs? At the base. So at the base. Can we take advantage of some shade from them? Of course. I've... We definitely should, yeah. And if, when we get back sun, to town, honestly, we should bring umbrellas. Does the sun set in the western? It sets in the west, right? Mm -hmm. That's in the west. So yeah. we're on the western side of the cliffs. There's not going to be too much shade. It's yeah, it depends already. on how. If, are we in sort of a slot canyon or? Yeah, it's a slot canyon and it winds. So is is there it's an old? Is there any water or is there? Is it just a dry river bed? No water that you can see. Okay. Besides everything you're carrying with you. There is a lake, though, directly to our west. Yes. Unless that's also called a lake, but it's actually a big No, lake. there'd be a lake there. Dry yeah. hole. <laughs> and as you're taking in your surroundings of these grand cliffs in the distance, there's a sonorous sigh that blows through the rocks. It sounds like breathing. Yeah, I know it's just the wind, but I, I don't, I don't like the inference. Well, I think I think just a mile wouldn't be terrible. All right, you guys. Maybe get there and assess after that. You guys okay. should have brought hats. <laughs> yeah, like I said, umbrellas. We should get some while we're in town. You would know that Paul Paul's Outfitters probably has umbrellas as well as hats. All right, but if any of you start to feel faint, then we need to stop, and we can wait a couple of hours until the you know we can get hide behind a rock or something out of the sun. Oh yeah, you can see the distortions from the heat waves in the distance. Because if if you pass out out here, I mean. We're a long way away from civilization at this point. Excellent. So you're going to continue to follow the, the trail, the hiking trail? Yeah. I also advise everybody, even if they know it already, to watch your feet. You know, don't just go walking along without looking down because there could be snakes or anything else. It's too hot right now for snakes, but watch out. <laughs> And watch out for jumping cactus, that fucking shit. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to follow the trail. 
until you reach maybe the finger GPS coordinate. You do so. GPS manages to stay stable for now. And you end up at a rude outcropping. It looks exactly like a middle finger sticking out of the ground. Finger. Huh. Well, my suspicions were much more morbid. (laughs) But I wonder why it was marked on their map. I'd like to take a look around just to see if there's anything relevant. Okay. But just more rocks. It's really a a landmark. Got it. Or a tourist point that the kids probably would have uh, marked down to take pictures at. Okay. The trail continues northeast into the Grand Wash Cliffs themselves. The sun continues to bear down upon you all. Oppressive nature. You feel your your skin just yeah. burning. Is everyone okay? I'm alright, yeah. but I'm concerned. It says maze. That makes me worry. Yeah, I'm alright. Let's. Why don't we stop here then? Because if we can find at least a place out of the direct sun. Yeah, so you're going to take a little break? Yeah, we brought okay. sandwiches or something probably. Yeah, nice picnic. So, let's say you have your lunch, and I'd like a spot hidden roll at this time. <laughs> 94. I'm looking at my feet. <laughs> uh, pass uh, regular success. Regular success as well. Okay. So, Andy, as you're taking a big swig from your water, water bottle, at the corner of your eye, you see a, a hazy silhouette, maybe 30 yards away. And when you look directly at it, it's gone. But you could have sworn that it was a, it was a person watching. Uh, I I think June saw the same thing. Um, did she? I mean, she got a success on her yeah. spot. Did she? Oh, did she? Oh, I see. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see uh, Andy taking, taking a big uh, drinking from his water bottle, and he nearly like spits the water out after seeing that, and says, uh, "I saw a silhouette of a person standing there," and he points to that direction. What? Yeah. Uh, it's. Can I tell if it's uh, male or female, or it's just vaguely humanoid? Oh, you can't tell, but what I, what I can tell you is that it was about child-sized, maybe three or four feet in height. Yeah, uh, it was silhouette of a child over huh? there. Over there? Oh, How? the desert. Yeah, uh, uh, Kurt, remember that story? Um, we we read it's about the eight-year-old boy. Yeah. I... It, I I don't know if I necessarily think that there's something out there that's a child. I mean, we, we could go give it a, we could we could look. It, you do remind me though, we should, um, that author lives in Las Vegas, which is really close. We should probably see him in person uh, at some point in this investigation. Yeah, 
and I mean, given, I mean, we we both read those those stories. It might be, you know, my my mind playing tricks on me, but that's what I saw. A, a small child over there. You know, I did read in a couple of places that you know, in these hot arid places, mirages are kind of a common occurrence. It could also be an Indian kid, or a, sorry, American, uh, Native American kid. Well, how was he dressed? Um, I couldn't. Can I tell or no? It's just a silhouette. Uh, it was almost like it was a heat haze that has taken form. Uh, oh, it, yeah, I, I, I relate that information. I couldn't tell. Um, again, it could be a mirage, as what Kurt and Nathaniel has said. But I would almost expect to see blue i mean blue jeans uh maybe a a, a white t-shirt and a denim jacket a denim shirt or something um if not that then it's probably you know, a mirage or a cactus maybe a cactus looks kind of like a person when the ripples in the air distort the that is a possibility anyways it's where fine. you said over here maybe we should walk that way just a little bit yeah um it's just if it is a child a child should not be out in this heat exactly and right. i'm tired of of chalking things up to coincidence and whatever after everything else we've seen so you're all going to get up and walk where andy saw the child it's only about 30 yards but we should be cautious about conserving our energy in this heat yeah very cautious. okay uh, then, in that case, I'd like a group luck roll. Uh, I am at 54? 43. 71. 52. Okay, so uh, 59. So it's uh, Nathaniel. I guess it is. All right, so uh, Nathaniel Pickering would be making a roll. 97. All right, so as you're all walking about 30 yards away to where that boy or that child, or that figure was standing. You see nothing but the expanse of the desert and the mountains in the distance, Kingman, far out of sight, just a speck. You look back to where you were picnicking, and you see a lean-looking coyote grab one of your sandwich bags and, like, a water bottle. I'm going to run at it screaming. Ah, get out of here, go! All right, then I'll like a Intimidate. Ninety-three. All right, it runs off with some supplies. Damn, son of a bitch! Oh well. Yeah, bark you all you want, dog. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Let's um. We gotta watch our stuff. Yeah. Anyone note what we lost? Yeah. Well, let's look through it. We might need to turn around. Uh, you lost the sandwich and a water bottle. Bitch. We got some trail mix at least to hold us over, right, Rooster? I don't like of course. Being out of water. I don't like losing water though. Yeah, yeah, they're they're opportunists. They they're they're mostly harmless. They're not very, except in a pack. But uh, damn it, I think that we've still got plenty of water. And I was overcautious. I was overcautious, but yeah now and let's keep somebody in in if if we go looking out we got to make sure somebody stays with the food or we bring it with us 
Wiley bet you he could smell that a mile away. Came looking for us. So you finish up your picnic. I'm assuming you're going to continue traveling along the path. Yeah, reapply uh, the sunscreen. Okay. Starting to smell like a coconut. So you do so. Um, after traveling, maybe from half an hour to another hour, you come against, uh, come amongst another one of the landmarks that's marked on the GPS. This one marked Maze. It's a series of irregular winding paths delineated by borders of dirt scooped away from the pathway. And here and there, there's some outlines with stone. The design of this maze is circular. It's about 15 yards across, so it's not that big of a maze. But it does go above, the walls go above uh, a conventional person. Wow. Came out here and built this damn thing. Minute. Formation. Uh, do we run any risk of actually getting lost in this, or is it just a peculiar formation? Oh, you can get lost for a little, but There's since a, it's only 15 yards uh, diameter, yeah. there is probably a, not for that long. There is a method so that you don't get lost in a maze. Make sure your hand is always touching the right-hand wall as you go through, and you should make it all the way to the end. Uh, who wants to go in the maze? I'll go. Well, we should probably all stick I'll go, there. looking to yeah. see, yeah, yeah, see well, if there's anything. Just one after the other? Yeah, if you'd like. Uh, if you really want to complete the maze, you can give me an intelligence roll. And Rooster, you can even give me a bonus die, strictly because you have that technique. I got an 11. Yeah. Okay. This is really good. So you make it to the center of the maze. Uh, I'm just going to focus on Rooster here because he's the first one to do so with his 11. And he reaches the center, you know, what you think is the center, and making your way out of it. As you turn the corner to start making your way out of it, you see that figure, the one with the cow skull on his head. He's pointing southeast. Uh, is it just like a flash of him, or is he? Yeah, yeah, it's there? a blink and he's gone. Oh my god, dudes! R what's, what's wrong, Rooster? Hi. Uh, what's going on? Give me a sanity roll. Either I just um, by this. Yeah, fifty-one is. Come on, why is my mouse not working? Fifty-one is. Sorry. Oh, there we go. 51 is a pass. Right. Regular. Um, okay. Then it's zero. The man for I, sure was pointing yeah. southeast. Okay. I uh, I lean up against one of the walls a little bit, and I uh, I pull up, pull up my water in the canteen, and I right. drink. After, mm. on the at the exit of the maze, the trail continues northeast. Okay, I uh, I tell him as we're as we're continuing. I'm like, um, so I I, I might have 
hallucinated. I don't feel dizzy, but I think I saw Man with the Cow Skull. Really? And Where? he was pointing southeast, if I am not mistaken. Well, if that's the case, then, uh, I mean, the silver lining is probably in the right place. Except that it's kind of pointing back the opposite direction of where we're going. Is that correct, Alex? You were, the trail continues northeast. The skull-headed man was pointing southeast. So off the, the trail's track. here, but he was pointing this way. That is correct. And, and which direction did we come from? The you came from the 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 southwest. The southwest. Why? But from the map, uh, doesn't the trail? If we start at the northern terminus, the trailhead there, doesn't the trail generally go uh, it east southeast for a little bit and sort of like a clockwise semicircle? It does. So. Continuing along the trail would be northeast. Going off the trail would be going southeast. Going back to the Jeep location would be southwest. Now, I, 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 I'm in favor of following the trail. Uh, I mean, maybe I just had a hallucination. I don't. I mean, I guess now we choose. Are we following after visions, or are we? Are we being sensible about things? I think that um, I think both are legitimate options given what we've seen. And but from I, where we're standing now, what is in that direction? Is there any trail, anything at all, or is no, it just crossing? Just desert. We better stay on the trail. I, mean, I think we should stay on the trail. I, if I we mean, get lost out here, I'd rather be on the trail because then at least they're going to know where to look. If we're across country, all bets are off. I mean, do we even know if we can trust this thing? No, but we can trust the trail. It's right there on the map. Yeah, but I... I think... Let's keep going. What if, we, what if he's pointing us in the direction of where the kids we, are? Yeah, that that's... I mean, surely I they've thinking. looked all over this trail for them, right? You know? That, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking, is that there is an advantage to a path which leads us off road just because it, presumably the authorities have looked on the road on the path you realize we're talking about trusting a momentary hallucination that i had a because we're out in the desert and it's 115 degrees and doubting I mean, ourselves and refusing to connect the dots when applicable is why milton died you know, if we had acted oh, wow. sooner, Milton, Milton might still be with us. That's what I'm concerned about right now. Then we've got to do something right in this spot where we're standing to leave a message for rescuers if if we get lost or whatever. Um, do we have any a, a pen or chalk or anything? Like I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying we have to go right now. Like maybe we go back to town, we prepare ourselves better, and we come back to this point, and then we strike out in that direction. My concern oh. is that if there is someone there, time 
could be the essence here. I'm I'm going to collect uh, a bunch of small hand-sized rocks, and I am going to make a an arrow in the middle of the path, pointing in the direction that we're going to try so that rescuers will know which direction to go to find our dead bodies out there, our desiccated corpses. Excellent. Um, Very well. In this direction, what's the terrain like? Are we going to be able to see um, where we came from for quite a while, or as soon as we get off trail, are we going to lose sight of it? You will most likely lose sight of the maze once you travel how far are you even traveling? We don't know. But maybe we should find a way to leave our, ourselves a, a breadcrumbs going back. And actually, Nathaniel, at this point in time, I'd like you to make me an intelligence roll. That's a regular success. Okay. Good. So you have the Kachina doll. You have a hunch that you know exactly where Kingman, Arizona is. Okay. It's like a gut feeling, but you know, you definitely know it's in that direction. Okay. Well, all right. I think if we you make can't place it, it's just the feeling. If we take a calculated risk, I think we can go off trail for a little bit. I think I've got a good idea. I mean, at the very least, we know where Kingman is, right? And if we head in that direction, it'd be a pain in the ass, but we kind of, we at least know where we came from. And worst case, if we're heading off trail, we turn around until we intersect the trail, right? Because that's our boundary, right? Eventually, we got to hit the trail if we just head in a direction. So... Maybe Rooster's onto something. Maybe he saw something. Maybe it was a, I don't know. I mean, that little kid drawing these things. I mean, this bullheaded man, I mean, we don't know if it's an evil spirit. Maybe it's helpful. I just, right. I ha we have to assume that they have combed this trail looking for your girl, Nathaniel, and found nothing. I just, I think. That's true. Exploring other options is the way. If these kids were along the trail, they'd have found them. All right, I agree. So what I'm going to do to take precaution is, um, if there are any yuccas, bushes, cactus, or whatever, I'm going to gash them as we go along, so that we have our breadcrumbs going back. Very I'm not well. Going to kill them. I'm just going to make a mark that I can recognize. Yeah, you can twist off individual branches. And it doesn't really hurt the plant anyway. You cut into a cactus and it'll just sprout more branches from that spot eventually. Okay, so with those precautions. Lead the way, Rooster. Okay, so you continue to travel southeast off the path. I'd like everyone to make listen roll. 82, I'm concentrating on cutting things. Okay, that's a hard success. 
Only got regular. Regular okay. success. Okay. So those of you who succeeded, actually those of you who failed, you hear more of that sighing wind just pushing through these canyons, these cliffs. And those of you who succeeded, you hear your own name calling, being beckoned. How far are you going to travel until you find something of note? Good question, honestly. At some point, if we don't find anything, we have to give it up and go back. Well, remember, it's very hot. Now we're not on the trail. You've been out Um, for another hour or so. Let's let's do this. Let's walk for a half an hour. And then if we don't find anything at all, walk back to the trail. Okay. Excellent. I'll keep, I'll keep an eye on my clock, my watch. Everybody keep an eye on their water, too. In that case, make spot in roll. Oh, 19. With a 19. Pass. Those 19. of you who succeeded, there's an untrodden path of sand some 50 yards across. In the center, you can see something shiny. A reflection from the sunlight off a piece of metal. This is a you said a, a small trail leading off. And this is a fifty-yard untrodden path that's undisturbed. It's just sand, and there's a shiny piece of metal that you can see the glint of in the distance. See, there's something over there. Where yeah, are you what looking at? Wait, wait, what? Uh, it's like the, maybe there's an old car part or something out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, let's uh, walk over here. Okay. Huh, now that you point it out, yeah. In that case, I'd like you all to make a sand roll. Uh, the sand loss for this is zero slash one d three. Got an eighteen. Okay. Good to go. So, these are skeletal remains. You can see a skull gaping at the pitiless sun, the bony hands clutching to escape this burning sand. And it, on its neck is a, uh, a cross, and it is definitely a dead body that has been desiccated, or sun-bleached. Oh, yeah. shit. I'll, uh, I'll go up to it, and uh... You, did you say it was partly buried, or is it... Uh, oh, it's partly a, buried. It's partly got buried. sand on it, and it's a miracle that you saw the cross. Yeah. I will... Uh, the body looks female. Okay. It's a, it's a woman. Uh, Nathaniel, how do you feel? You know, I had to convince myself that this wasn't just another illusion, but now that I'm right there in the flesh, it's a dead body. Uh, I'm not feeling too good about this. Is there some sort of a check I could make just to verify that this body is older than any of the ones that we would be? No check required. It's definitely older. This is weeks old for weeks. And uh, if you'd like, you can unbury it a little more to identify it. 
Are you, are you saying it's, uh, it only looks weeks old? It's not like 50 years Months old? Months or years, yeah. No, it, it looks weeks old. So we But got a... the missing hikers, they went missing maybe three days ago. Okay. Um, this is unfortunate, uh, but do we have a GPS? Could I put a pin here so that when we get back to town, um, we could tell law enforcement, hey, we found yeah. another body out here? Of course. You got to do that, and you're in Iceland. But then that subsides and you're back in the sighing desert. Well, I mean, we kind of know where we were on the trail and which direction we're going, so we oh, can yeah. give that information too. I'm going to look you're, for ID. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, at least look for ID. And I will recover the jewelry it. in case, you know, we can find out who this is. And Okay. To their the family. woman wears a tiny silver cross. Uh, on top of that, in her left hand she wears a dried out rubber bracelet and uh it says stephen colbert on it but it's not your daughter nathan uh, as you see that she has short blonde hair however it it does look like one of the missing hikers looks like jesse jesse moorman this is jesse it is this body looks way. Yeah, make a sand roll, please. Yep. And this is what the heat can do. All right. Still. It's just zero slash one. Three days? We should have a rotting corpse in front of us, shouldn't we? Well, it, there's so much heat out here. There's probably, it looks more desiccated, like it just dried up. This isn't good. This isn't good at all. Uh, no. And Rooster, you were searching? Yeah, I was looking. For ID? Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, I'll 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 take her out a little bit and roll her over. Yeah, there's a small purse that she has, and uh, at her side is a small digital camera. Oh, what's the camera? Um, the camera's dead. I'll uh, I'll hand the camera back. Take it anyway. To somebody, I'll I'll take the purse. Um. Well, at least we found one of them. We can inform her family i'll collect her belongings that are you know like the cross and stuff yeah this, this is, is awful can we uh i'm gonna look for uh she's probably not a stick or anything around out here um i mean if it helps i, I always bring my little bible with me i can say uh a little prayer, so at least her soul can I rest. Was, I was thinking about that. I, I was going to find something that I could hang a piece of cloth on so that people coming back will say, there's where she is. Mm. Maybe if I if there's a, if I can tear a strip of cloth and there's a tree or a, a, I mean a Joshua tree or a cactus, wrap it around and tie it so that people can see. Yeah, you can. Where the body is. I think that's a nice idea, though, Andy. Obviously, religion was important to her. Yeah. So what kind of um, prayer Prayer are you reciting? Uh, nothing really. I can't really think one on the top of my head, but at least something to a prayer used to hopefully uh, have her soul rest in peace. Um, like, oh, oh, Lord, please, uh, please. Um, 
please uh, receive this uh, receive this young receive this young woman. Hopefully she'll she'll be well be be uh, be um, reunited with her loved ones. A very short one since we can't really be here for so long. Um, that that's what he says after like reading from the Bible. After that, he closes it and he'll say, I can't help but remember that drawing of the of the woman with lots of crosses. Yeah, but I thought that was Mary. I know, but I just cannot help but make that correlation. And I don't know, I, I when you pointed that piece of metal, I thought it would be the key. There is something weird about this, though. Does her or does her body look more or less intact? Because Give me you, a medicine or biology role. Because really... you would definitely think that coyotes would have had a snack. I I don't have either one of those, but I, mean, I can see if there's if she is she torn up. No, that doesn't make any sense. There's got to be coyotes out here that would have had a feast. The... Would a natural world roll do anything? I'll take it. No. Okay. Yeah, it's surely strange because it's the body's desiccated like it's been out for months, but it hasn't been months. Right. It just doesn't sit right with you. And I feel like deep down, Nathaniel, you're you're happy that that's not your daughter. I mean, I'm relieved in a sense that mm -hmm. it's not Ellie, but I'm worried because where are the rest of them? I, uh, an idea just popped in my head, guys, about as they talk about how the, they say like, oh, um, we can, the GPS says that we were in Iceland or whatnot, right? Seeing yeah. that this body looks like it's been here longer, can seeing it's a value of size, um, is it possible that it can mess with time? Not well, only place? As far as it looks, it's just that the GPS isn't registering correctly here. Judging with all the things we have witnessed, I know it's quite far-fetched, um, but I don't I mean, know. It's I'm starting to think that we need to go back to uh, civilization and inform them we found a body. We definitely should, yeah. Before we can, we can continue this tomorrow. Yeah. Or later this afternoon when it cools down. Yeah, it, it is the afternoon. So by the time you get back, it's going to be night. What do you think? I think in a way it'd be the right thing to do. Um, we'd have more eyes on this place for sure in this you know in the recovery of this search and rescue might recover something else or find something else how did i i'm inclined though now to believe also that uh that buffalo man pointed us right at this we wouldn't have come this way without him maybe we should go on just a little bit more in this direction in case God our water forbid we find the rest of them. Have we got... You've used half of your water supply. 
a right. little uh, bit further, but not much. Does anyone else have any ideas? We can do maybe, minutes. yeah, um, if we can cover more. Okay. Are we sure that this lake that's on the map is going to actually have water in it? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't see any lake as we drove up here, but it's on the other side of a ridge, so. And there's uh, no- Red Lake? Red Lake. There's no footprints, right, around no. her body. And like, I guess, maybe this is a stupid question. Um, you know, should we walk in the opposite direction of like where her body fell? You know what I mean? Like where she was maybe coming from, at least in that vague direction. Are, were we already? I don't know. Buffalo Man pointed in this direction, so yeah, uh, it's hard to discern. I don't know, especially yeah. since the body's been moved. Figured, yeah, I figured as much. You know, your your little Kachina. It kind of looks. He's got horns. He's like a buffalo, isn't he? I never thought about it like that. Uh, yeah, now that you're making the connection, yes. You know, and call me crazy, but I kind of got this gut feeling, like how that owner of the out that outfitter was saying that. Got this gut feeling that I know my way back to town. I mean, that that could just be confirmation bias, but I mean, I, I, I feel it in my bones. Like I know my way back to kingdom. Well, I know that. I'm not worried about us. Go ahead. I know the Native Americans worship the buffalo. He's like one of their primary gods, if you will. Walk on Tonka. I'm less worried about us getting lost and more worried about us running out of supplies and being far away from anywhere. Well, let's let's go for 15 more minutes and then turn around and walk all the way back. I'll report report this i've got her stuff and uh we've left a mark back with more people tomorrow you know greater chance of finding the rest of them right all right so you're going to travel about 15 more minutes in that direction right it's a whole lot of nothing a wild expanse of just sand dust clouds just billowing up Less plants. Yeah, there's plants. They're all mostly dried. Sure. Starving for rain. And you hear your name again, Rooster. I didn't hear it the first time. Well, this time you hear it. And it sounds like your brother, Sean. Guys, I'm starting to... And he's calling for you. Starting to hear things. How are you feeling, Rooster? Enough water? Hi. How do I feel? Can I do a constitution roll? Uh, yeah, everyone can give me a constitution roll. Oh, not so good. You're hitting yeah. levels of fatigue now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to go back. I'm feeling kind of tired too. Yeah. If it's your second failure, you, you definitely feel some fatigue. Well, let's go. All right, we let's go back. Tire ourselves out anymore? Yeah. Uh, do you need some help, Rooster? Like, no, I'm I'm okay. I'm just I'm I'm hearing my name on the wind. You know, it's it's probably just another hallucination. But I I heard that earlier. But let's let's go. Maybe some rest, some food would do us good. Okay. 
All right, so just to speed things along, you make your way back to the trail without an issue, and you travel southwest along the pathway to get to the finger, and then the Jeep, where you parked all of your vehicles. Okay. Uh, now that you're at your vehicles, what would you like to do? Sun's definitely setting. Well, should we head back? I mean, that's what we're here for anyway. Yeah, okay. go back. let's go back. In that we, case... We can look at this camera, all that, yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. In that case, I'd like you all to give me a spot hidden roll as you are traveling back down the road back to Kingman, Arizona. Nope. I got a 14, which is... Oh, which is an extreme. I've rolled a one. Oh, oh nice. nice. Then, Kurt, I suppose it'd be appropriate for you to notice that rock formation of an eagle that that old Mexican man was making a fire at. You would notice that there is absolutely no sign that a fire has ever been there. And there is something on the ground where the fire was. If you'd like to stop your vehicle, of course. Yeah, I'll stop my vehicle. I'll, uh, I, I thought to take a note of him the first time we came around, and I guess I just something draws me to it this time. There's no ashes. There is no embers. However, there is a uh, the, the remnants of a rolled up cigarette, just the cigarette butt, and a large golden feather. Hey. It's a golden uh, eagle feather, so not actually gold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I make a note of this to everyone, including the, the absence of the ashes. That's odd. There was definitely a man there. He had a fire. The, uh, the wind have blown him away? Or... No, there's what was he burning? No was he burning wood? Fire. Yes. Yeah. There's no chunks of charcoal or. But the cigarette butt is there. We all say we all saw the same person, right? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, well, you guys talked to him. I, I kept going and had to come back, but I saw him. I saw him. Yeah, he was there. There is definitely a man here. I, I'm gonna sort of roll, run my fingers through the ground and see if maybe he buried the, you know, the ash. Or... You're gonna see if anything's buried or disturbed. All right, no roll required. There isn't. Huh? Right here for sure. The eagle formations there. The rock formations there. We need to get back. We're uh, yeah, let's go. We're freaking yeah. ourselves out. What are you doing with the feather? Holding on to it, I think. Bring yeah. the feather. Okay. Yeah. Don't let anybody see it, though. I think it's illegal to. Uh, mm. Except for unless you're a Native American. Very nice. So, you drive a few more, uh, one more hour, and you're back to civilization. You can see the bright lights of Kingman, Arizona, 
comforting you from the hostile wastelands around your hotel. It's nice to get back into air conditioning. That's correct. So what are you doing as you get back into town? Is there a way we can uh, find a a patch cord for the camera? Of course. batteries. Uh, so there's an SD card in, and it is battery operated. You can just take the SD well. card out. Someone has a laptop. Then. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Somebody, do we have a laptop with us? Yeah, I'm assuming you would. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I probably do. Okay. In that case, do you all gather around to look at these pictures, or? Uh, yeah, let's crowd around the small laptop. Order some takeout and see what's see what's on the camera. Does right. pizza sound good? Yeah, it sounds great. I can't anything right now. Okay. So there's actually dozens of photographs. Some of them, uh, well, I'll go through them. The first um, few. Just before we do that, um, did we contact the police? I was waiting for that. Yeah, did that's you? that's got to be the first that thing that we did. That would be the first. That yeah. And we tell them where we are so they can come to us. <laughs> okay, in that case, let's get let's adjudicate that. Uh, the police arrive. Sheriff Tom Gus is there of the Mojave Sheriff's uh, County Department, and he says, "Well, I uh, I heard you found a body out there." Yeah, uh, we think that it's Jesse. Did you take pictures? Norman. Did you move the body? No, it's exactly there. We tied a little uh, a cloth around the uh, a nearby cactus. Okay. We have the so coordinates. Then uh, we we will take those coordinates and send out a team tonight uh, to find it. Okay. Because Meanwhile, this, I is, will, this is important. I will it's, download all of the photos onto my laptop and yeah. give them the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> real smart of you. Good job. Have you ever had a chance to talk to Police Chief Dave Youngblood yet uh, of Peach Springs? Not yet. He's on the list. western side of the Sighing Desert. Uh, he's he's at Peach Springs. It's the that's on the Native American reservation. Yeah, we'll do that. We uh, we were on the trail when we uh, saw something headed on over there. And... Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, well, and here's all of her personal facts. Give give him oh, everything okay. that we grabbed. Thank you. Uh, um, uh, Their parents are going to rest easy now that we have something. It's not going to be easy for them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, before you go, I, I have a question. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, Andy just describes the Mexican man and says, do you know anyone by that description? There's a lot of Mexican people around these parts. Mm. Well, it's worth, well, it's just someone we saw briefly. I thought, I thought he would be of uh, significance, but thank you. Anybody who lives out there in that area? uh... Oh, no, I don't really know anyone who lives there who doesn't own a, maybe a trailer. Oh. Yeah, they they own a trailer. He was smoking, had himself a little fire going, but. uh... Did Did he have a car? He walked no, all there, we, all the way yeah. out there by himself. We were out. We were quite surprised he was out there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's most peculiar. There's a rock formation that kind of looks like an eagle. 
Oh, I know the place. Yeah, it was right. It was right next to that. Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell. Sorry. Mm. Um, all right. It won't take much of your time. Thank you. Okay. Well, you folks take care now, and let me know if you find anything else. Yeah, we'll go out there again tomorrow, probably. We'll go by a peach tree or whatever you said. Peach Springs? Yeah, yeah. Peach Springs. Make a, make a day out of it. The, the people there are very friendly. Cool. And he exits. Meanwhile, your photos have finished downloading and are ready to be viewed. All right, let's take a look at these. You all, your pizza arrives and you all gather around the laptop, the screen shining on all of your faces. And you find that there are dozens of photographs. There are, uh, the first few feature Jeremy Brent. He's usually mugging for the camera. He's sometimes hugging or kissing Jesse. And the next few show Jesse looking pretty good in a small black bikini. The next few were taken in airports featuring Jeremy, Chad, Mancina. Uh, your heart kind of skips a little, Nathan, as you see Ellie. And the last ones are with uh, Nick Karras. So the next several pictures show the friends at Nick's parents' house, eating, drinking, goofing off. There are them loading up into a Jeep, followed by a couple shots of them in the car with Nick driving. The next show, the gang, minus Jesse, in the desert at the foot of the finger. They each give their own middle finger at the camera. Jeremy uh, is leaning against a sign that reads Red Lake in another photograph, while Chad stands scratching his head with a mock quizzical look on his face, gazing out across this empty desert. The next few photos are of the mazes that you visited today. Uh, some of them are alone, others with Nick and Ellie following the path, and then the others and so forth. Give me a spot hidden roll, please, everyone. Three. Regular. Regular success. Okay, then June, since you got an extreme, you notice a blurry, heat-hazy, human-like figure in the background of one of the shots near the maze. But it could also be a Joshua tree. Look at that. Right there. You and when you point that out, Antonio, this is something that you recognize. Maybe it's something you saw in the desert. The mirage-like figure. Wait, uh, June, that's what I saw. Earlier today, Joshua Tree. I mean, uh, is that the last picture? No. We'll keep a note of that. I mean, it could be a Joshua Tree, but all right. So the next couple of pictures are from the Three Sisters Rock Formation. They are tall, and they actually look. Uh, very motherly and and when I mean mothering I mean the like breasts mm -hmm. of this rock formation one of them is actually weeping some kind of dark stain coming from where the eyes are another one several uh, another another set of photos are of the shrooms which are toadstool shaped stones 
uh, hidden from each other. They're 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 all hiding and peeking out at each other. And give me another spot in roll. So they got that far at least. Got an extreme success. Okay. I also got an extreme success. Those of you who rolled an extreme notice not one but two strange blurry figures in the background of these photos. God. Once again, hazy heat-like apparitions. Child yeah, size. Starting to see these things too. There's one yeah. there, and another yeah. over there. And this one, it's got a horned head or a helmet of some kind on. Are they? Do they look at all like Kachinas? No. They do not. You can make out a little bit of fur, but that's about it. And the strangest thing is, at times the figures, they're so close to the these, these hikers that it seems impossible that they would have gone unnoticed, at least by the photographer. Well, and the photographer must be Jessie, because we don't see her in any of the right. photographs. That's correct. correct. Right, right. Right. The last few photographs show the hikers at various unknown spots in this desert there's a group shot but nick is missing uh and then with jesse there and then another one with jesse missing but nick there and then you see it very clearly in the second photo of that same picture where jesse is now taking the photo there's the man in the cow skull mask Cow There he is. Yeah. He's moved within a few yards behind the group. And then when you look back at the original picture, he's further away. So he's getting closer? Yes. Rather ominous. Right. And the last few photos are some very dark shots, apparently taken inside a natural cavern. These scenes are lit by flashlights and show a very large uh, Native American painting on the walls of these caves. Look at that. Right. You can make out tall modern buildings amid primitive domed huts and uh, medieval castles. It's the strangest thing. Exactly as the novel described. Yeah, exactly. That's that's impossible. Unless somebody went out there and I, there, I'm quite sorry. Are there um I know sometimes pictures will have digital pictures will have data behind them that will have like um the metadata metadata, yeah. Uh they would just show time. And and like date of when we got time daytime. Yeah, in the case daytime. How long? Pat, this would be about maybe four or five days ago. And this is past the shrooms, guys. We could actually go to the end of the trail and come up up the other way. We'd get there a lot faster. Yeah, and you can make that path from Peach Springs even. Yeah. That's... Maybe on our way up tomorrow, we can we can visit the police chief at Peach Springs, and then uh, if we're early enough, 
head out for a jaunt and try to find this cavern. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised either if these, we... The presence of these uh, buildings uh, really makes it imperative that we do speak to the author at, as soon as we can. Well, Does Vegas is what, like two hours away? Yeah. Drivable. I mean, split we can... up. I wonder if we him. can get a hold of him on the phone and go see him this evening. I mean, we're it's just afternoon now. Or I, I could go to oh, see it's, him it's alone. The evening and then... now. What's that? It is the evening now. I could go see him alone, and then I could call all of you after uh, to for what okay. I... Yeah, if we can get a hold of him. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that could work. Um, maybe we could get a hold of the author and Kurt, if you'd be willing to uh, speak with him, and then we can uh, keep in touch on the phone. Yeah. I mean, you could get there. There's, there's not going to be a lot of traffic going there, so not from here. Not at night. You want to go All now? Right. You can get over there and talk to him, come back. Be you definitely can. Five hours. I'll be back as soon as I can. All right. Okay. So, Kurt, you're going to head out. Yes. Wonderful. All right, then. What are the rest of you doing tonight? Um, Andy would like to do some research on the Golden Eagle to see if it has any more like mythological significance or uh, something like that. I don't think the library is uh, open, but um, maybe through the laptop and through the internet, uh, he can do some digging through there. Yeah, of course. That would be computer use, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, no, uh, that's a big fail. <laughs> All right, so you just get the basic information, like how the Golden Eagle lives in the Northern Hemisphere, and it is uh, one of the best-known birds of prey. It finds what it needs. It hunts. Mm-hmm. That being okay. said, that's general overhead information you find as for symbolism like maybe it's a one of hunting and being a, a predator it could be also a protection okay and I, I did did some little digging show the information to him and then I kind of help but go back to how the city or the, the Native American paintings are mm-hmm. of skyscrapers, medieval castles, and whatnot. There's yeah, you can research. Um, yeah, the three, the, the like th- information of three sisters as well. Okay. Because some of this stuff is very uh, occultish. Mm-hmm. So roll occult for that. Or... Yep. Okay. All right. Even Nathaniel can help if he'd like. Yeah. 
Yeah, I you... I failed on that. <laughs> so yeah, I think okay. you've done that. What are you working on here? Um... Uh, something about this this city. Um, I couldn't really find anything about if there's any significance about this mysterious city of the occult. Well, let's have a look at what you got here. Is this going to be an occult role? Yes, please. All right, that is uh, an extreme. Oh, nice. Oh, an extreme. Okay, so you're looking at these this mishmash of cities, and you're looking back at the photographs, and you're starting to examine them real carefully. You're seeing medieval castles, skyscrapers, huts, shacks, uh, even like suburban houses depicted in these drawings. You also find very Greek architecture, lots of columns. And then that kind of, since you got an extreme, right? That brings you back towards the whip marks. They look like whip marks. And then your mind wanders to the three furies. of Greek mythology. I do have a document. This is all so strange. I mean, there's quite a lot of examples of historical anachronism here. Um, different time periods bashing together and into one place. It's such an odd thing that Native American petroglyphs or pictographs would have anything to do with all these different time periods. So this is leading me to think of something about the, the Greek Furies. Uh, there was whip marks on uh, Jeremy's body um, and all these anachronisms and some of the architecture that we're seeing in the petroglyphs here. Um, let me see. So I imagine I would find some, maybe a book in the library about the Furies. Of course. All right. So here's what I found here, Andy. Um, <clears throat> the Furies, or Arrhenius, were the awful avengers of Greek myth. Born from the blood spilled when the titan Cronus castrated his father, the sky god Uranus. The Arrhenius' duty was to avenge crimes of murder committed against one's own kin, especially upon a mother. They too were three in number. Electo, the endless, or alternately, the persevering anger, Tisiphone, the Retaliator, or Blood Avenger, and Megara, the Envious Rager, or the Jealous. They are horrible, stinking female creatures, nearly insane, with black skin, ichor oozing eyes, acrid breath, snakes in their hair, and whips and torches in their clawed hands. They speak in grating, barking voices, and torture the damned in Hades. The most famous tale of the Furies is Aeschylus' play, The Eumenides, Kindly Ones, in which they seek vengeance upon the youth Orestes for the murder for his mother, Clymenestra, whom he had killed to avenge her role in the murder of his father, Agamemnon. Heedless of Orestes' motives and driven by their own sense of duty, the Arrhenius pursue him relentlessly, howling their terrible song. <clears throat> Over the beast, doomed to the fire, this is the chant. Frenzy and fear, hurting the heart, song of the Furies, binding brain and blighting blood in its tringless melody. 
The doomed Orestes calls upon the god Apollo for aid, but the Furies ignore even Apollo's appeals, and finally the goddess Athena is brought on to judge the matter. When Athena finds in favor of Orestes, the, the enraged Avengers threaten to defy her and spread terror across the land. I, disinherited, suffering, heavy with anger, shall let loose on the land the vindictive poison, dripping deadly out of my heart upon the ground. The Furies are only tamed when Athena offers them a temple and worshippers in the city of Athens, where they will be welcomed as protectors. The Erinus agree, and afterward dwell in a cave beneath the city they guard. They now literally become the kindly ones. Henceforth, they are usually depicted as clean-cut female goddesses armed with bows. Hmm. That could have something to do with the uh, strange lacerations and wounds on, on uh, Jeremy's body. It wouldn't yes. be a far cry to make that connection. And there is a lot of Greek mythology that comes to mind. The Minotaur, even the Gorgons. Sure. A uh, question about the cave painting. Of course. Despite the objects you describe in it, is it primitive? Does it look like it was painted hundreds of years ago by Native Americans? Yes. Hmm. Is there a record of anything like that in the area already? Like, has someone recorded this? Oh, and you're going to look in? Yeah. No, nothing. Uh, it would be astounding, you know. It, it would. would be it would be considered immediately a fake because how could it possibly? How could it possibly be so? It's peculiar. Um... Again, there's something up with this uh, this desert, seeing that this mysterious city exists as if all the time periods are morphed together. There's something odd going on here, unless it's some type of... Sitting at the center of time? Yes, if, if we're going like to deal with... <laughs> it, it seems like this... My theory is that this, this desert, it's both dealing with both mentioned before time and place and somehow this city as described in the novels that Kurt and I read it described just that this is very strange and seeing well, the body we found seems to be there longer than it should be so are you thinking kind of like a Shangri-La or uh, I don't know if you ever saw, you know, uh, what was it called? Lost Horizon. They find Shangri-La in Tibet and nobody there ages. And when they try to get somebody out, the person instantly ages because time moves differently. And it's an old, you know, legend, but. Mm. Something like that, unless there's a Native American equivalent which yeah, that's... we have not uncovered yet or You're is there is talking to the locals about it it's also like i think the legend uh, that sort of legend was once you're there you have to stay there if you want to live you have to stay there because if you try to leave you'll age 
Time will catch up. It's like a cross to another world. Yeah. That could have uh, something to do with, I mean, if your theory is correct, I mean, that would explain why the decomposition on Jesse's body seemed to be so advanced. Really rapid. Mm. I mean, then again, I mean, I'm not a medical bio. I don't know how quickly a body can desiccate in 115 degree heat. Yeah, that is true. That's something to consider. Again, it's just if she theory. was already dehydrated when she passed out, she might have already been half desiccated. But the thing is that we know one thing: we know that they got as far as I mean, the shrooms and beyond. But then she went back. She went back across the and desert instead of on the trail. And these figures, there were, I saw in the photos, they were following them. For what reason? Children, children. Legends. There's got to be some weird legend. And who's this beautiful little fellow? Is it Wakantanka or is it? It makes sense that we found him in the maze, though, right? Like the Minotaur. Right in the dead well, center, I, mean, I think. Surprised we didn't run into any snakes yet. Is anybody feeling uh, depressed or like they're going to commit? You know, it's not really a joke. It's we are up against something. Mental health check. I mean, I'm, I'm other than the dead body. Group hug. I'm a little shaken up, but I, I think it's a good idea to keep tabs on each other. But as of right now, I think I'm doing all right, all things considered. You sit in your hotel room amongst, amongst the empty pizza boxes, enjoying each other's company. And really and realizing that we sent Kurt all by himself to uh, Las Vegas. I mean, we can call him. I mean, he has our numbers, too. Uh, I mean, I can, if if there's a number on those novels, I can maybe call him like, oh, uh, a friend of mine is going to, would like to speak yeah. with you. I can, I can do that at least. I'm, I'm just, I've just gotten to the point where I'm worrying about everybody and everything. It's not unwarranted. Oh, uh, Andy's going to give a call to the author so he won't be surprised, uh, I guess. Because... Well, I hope Kurt did that. But... Yeah, Kurt. Oh, probably. he did that? Okay, Kurt already okay. did that. All right, that that's fine then. Um, hmm. Why? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's odd, uh, this this cow skull man. It just, it he seems so menacing in the photographs, like he's stalking them almost. But then totally. we find him and he's helpful. Tomorrow, when we're in uh, the Peach Place, I can never remember the name, sorry. Um, we're on an Indian reservation. I There's got to be someone there, maybe the sheriff, maybe, maybe a tribal shaman or something that will understand the significance of this, that we, that we have been seeing something that seems very much American- uh, Native American related. So. Yeah. Um, it just what bothers me is that you saw him, Rooster, that he was pointing to the direction where we found the body. 
Well, I think it was, I mean, I can describe him to Nathaniel. He's the only other one that's seen him. So it did point us directly towards the body. When I saw him from my hotel window, he was pointing us in the direction of the sighing desert. It'll be better information than anything that we can get from uh, from a book, because they don't always write their stuff down, you know. Yeah, oral tradition. It's oral, it's oral tradition. Yeah. Let's try to uh, sleep tonight and do your best to get some rest, Nathaniel. You have much sleep the other I, night. I I think I need a drink. Um, I could run to the drugstore if you guys need anything. Uh, I don't know. More water would be just fine. Uh, I'll bring water. I'll bring water and stuff. But I, um, Nathaniel, do you drink? Yeah, I mean, I'll have whatever you're having. If you grab a six pack or a twelve pack, I'd stay up for a little and beer. Yeah, okay. Burn the midnight oil. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rooster. Yeah. As you step into the cool night air, on your way to the convenience store, which is a block away. You spy three coyotes slinking around in dark. All right. I'll, uh, if if they're probably on the periphery of the uh, light, they are. Yeah. I'll, I'll stay in the line. If they start following me, I'll snap my fingers at them or make them try to scare them away. They watch. Okay. You do your business, grab your drinks. Yeah. When you exit the store, they're no longer there. Okay. I got some snacks too, candy bars and stuff. Good. What about you, June and Andy and Nathan, as you're just hanging around? What are you doing for the night? I know Nathan's going to hang out with Rooster. What about I'm June and Andy? Stay with them for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Um, if uh, Are we on the second? Uh, floor or yes. you're on the second floor you have a sliding porch door that leads out into a your own balcony uh, Andy's gonna go over there um get some fresh air yeah uh, just looking out uh looking out in the darkness what are you thinking oh. about uh just he's still he's still thinking about that theory of how time doesn't seem to make sense uh places like how the gps is going nuts like he's just trying to understand or if there's an explanation a logical explanation or a supernatural explanation but the answers will not the answers might be tomorrow at peach spring okay very nice about you june I'd probably just stay up and visit with Rooster and Nathaniel for a little while. All right. So what do you three talk about over drinks? Can you tell us about the coyotes, Rooster? Um, yeah, I'll I'll tell them that, you know, there's a lot of coyotes out, I guess. You tell us there are three of them? Yeah, but, you know, there's coy- coyotes in the desert. Thing. Right. But, I mean, if we're making connections, maybe it is nothing. Oh, but three. Like, You're thinking three. Cerberus, right? The three-headed dog. Uh, yeah. And then caves are thought to be like the entrance to the underworld, to hell, right? And that's know. Greek mythology. Here, yeah. Greek mythology. 
and the minotaur has a the, a, the head of a an ox bull yeah i don't know maybe maybe i am stretching a bit with that one yeah but that guy was native american i mean he was naked except yeah, for one what is uh, yeah all this greek mythology motif in the middle of native american country is a little strange but you know there's a lot of people that speculate that maybe it all has some because there's a lot of myths around the world you know a good example is like dragons so right. every every single nation every single civilization on the planet has a history with dragons and yet how could they american indians and chinese and europeans well you know and then one of the pictures that william drew was a woman with three dogs that's true walking them on leashes now these coyotes in native american folklore Kind of a trickster character, aren't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah. You can give me an occult. Nah. That is an extreme. Yeah, so they are definitely a trickster type figure, almost like Loki, except that they can they usually help the hero. Yeah. I think the really bad one in their mythology is Raven, isn't it? But um so when I saw the man with the the bull head or the ox head, or, he was accompanied by these coyotes. And if they're traditionally considered trickster characters, but also somewhat helpful, and that character, that that um, horned man, was pointing us in directions that led us to some leads and discoveries, I wonder if. Um, if that's not something that's uh maybe that's not an antagonistic being yeah maybe he's our helper why is he just looming in the background of of these pictures though like what is i don't know the minotaur for sure is not a benevolent figure no in mythology it could be vicious killer exactly. two sides here you know um maybe this mater superiorum is operating here but um, these could be other uh, beings that have been here all along, and maybe they're uh, maybe they're not on the same side. You know, we're dealing with dark forces, but also in an area where there are these other other forces that are not tied to this, uh, also acting here. Yeah, I mean, what if the fact is is that we've come up against the Furies against you know the mothers maybe the other side of that argument is helping us like athena or something like that if if there's any actual truth to greek mythology a lingering primordial truth that gets turned into apollo and I mean, that could very so well be i mean if it's if if, if the um the Furies, these three sisters can exist and interact with the world, then I don't see any reason why other perhaps more benevolent or at least neutral um, characters uh, couldn't also be factors or variables here. Sure. Just a lot to think about. 
eventually the conversation winds down yeah. and you find yourself tired from today's travels and all beard up that's right if you're heading to bed i'm gonna go to bed you're welcome to give me a power roll 39 i don't know what that is let's see hard success 39 is just a regular okay hard regular cool June, you wake up in the middle of the night. Before you open your eyes, there's a heavy feeling on your chest, a heavy weight, and then you open your eyes. There's, there's nothing there. You can move. You're not paralyzed. But you have this feeling like someone was there in the room because you're smelling pipe smoke, burnt beef wellington, fire burn back over and try to go back to sleep it's just a dream it's just a dream Nathan you find yourself driving a car with Rooster you're on the road it's raining out. You can hear the pitter-patter of the rain dropping onto your car's rooftop. It's dark, and you are traveling down a country road. Eventually, you find yourself coming to an intersection, a T intersection, where a street light illuminates a billboard advertising a buy three, get one free sale at a tire store. As your car pulls up to the rain-slicked intersection, you see a woman in a long overcoat walking on the sidewalk nearby. She has three big Dobermans on leashes. And uh, she's walking past your car. Very striking, angular face. Can I interact in this dream? Of course. You and Rooster can. Roll down the window and... Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, it's awful bad weather to be out here walking your dogs. Are you far from home? I'm just passing by. Am I also having this dream? Or... Yes. Oh, okay. That's was... that's the lady from the picture. Yeah. Am I? I'm aware that I'm dreaming. That's correct. Well, I'll stop the car. Stop the car. Yeah, I'll stop. We got the window rolled down. Where are we? I ask her. You're not here yet. Not here yet. Who who are you? I don't give my name to strangers. Yeah, but we've we've seen you. Um what are your dogs' names? I don't give any names to strangers. Oh. Well, my name is Rooster. And this is Nathaniel. I know. Oh, well, then we're not strangers. Are we? You don't know who I am. Where's Ellie? You'll get there. Are we on the right track? She's gone home. Home? Home is back in Rockport. You hear 
in the distance, howling and barking a cacophony of dogs and a few flickering torchlights ascending a nearby hill in the darkness. She looks towards them. What's that up there? Who knows? Maybe you'll find out one day. And she gives you a smile, Rooster. And she walks away into the darkness with the hounds. And that's the end of the dream. Aw. Okay. <laughs> ah. All right. So, Andy, you find yourself mm-hmm. in a cave. It's a winding cave with a winding entryway that leads into a ginormous cavern, impossibly tall. You can see artwork on the cave walls. Hmm. They are not Native American designs. In fact, it looks like archaic Middle Eastern. Yeah, Andy's going to take a closer look like, wait a minute. Do you have any history, anthropology, or archaeology? I have history. Then you're welcome to roll it. Ah, nope, failed. Yeah, it looks nothing like Native American artwork. However, in this Middle Eastern style, you're still seeing modern buildings, some top with minarets, rising from ancient huts and hovels, and the and these curious, blurry, human-like figures, which are clothed in tunics and skirts. There is one solitary figure in the middle, dark and foreboding, and mm-hmm. it's standing right in the middle, surrounded by these fallen fallen figures that look either like they've prostrated themselves in reverence or either that or they're dead. The figure is crowned with a halo between the parts of the painting showing the city and the fallen figures. A bird flutters across the painting in the sky. Mm-hmm. And you wake up. Yeah, he was just getting a closer look of that bird and just wakes up from from that weird dream. It's early in the morning. Kurt hasn't arrived back yet. But you're welcome to talk about what you've experienced before you head out. Nathaniel is going to run over to Rooster's room, knock on the door. Uh, Yeah, dude. Uh, hold on. I locked the door in my living room. Uh, yeah, I, I come in. Rooster, I had a wicked weird dream last night. Did you? We were by a billboard and and, and yeah, the woman with cool. the three hor- oh, three dogs. It, that's exactly right. How, how do you have the same dream as somebody? Something's trying to tell us something. Why wouldn't she answer our question? That pisses me off. Yeah, me too. I don't know why she could just give it to us straight. But there was like some hillside lights, and did, did you recognize it from somewhere? I I couldn't put a finger on it. I, I couldn't either, but he kept talking like, or she kept talking like, we're, we're going to be there eventually, or we're going to be there soon. 
I just don't understand why she couldn't just tell us. I mean, maybe it's our subconscious. I don't know how any of this works, but somehow our subconscious is trying to interpret the things around us. It could be. I mean, but how, how does that explain the fact that our dreams were the same one? I mean, we were interacting with each other. I don't know. It's wild. Maybe they weren't perfectly in sync with one another and maybe we're just sort of filling in the details now but i guess we had the same dream we had the dream of the of the woman in the picture that we've seen with the dogs they were seemed meaner bigger dogs than i thought the little colorful ones were in the in the in the painting but draw the cartoon i mean that you know what i mean drawing do you recognize that t intersection no, I mean, it's T intersection, not in the middle of. Maybe, maybe we could ask. Uh, Three roads. Yeah. Maybe that's an actual intersection around here somewhere. I'm maybe sure there's probably sure. hundreds of them around, but it was in the somewhere. desert, wasn't it? No. Oh, it wasn't in the desert. It was dark, but you could see grass like it was the countryside. Well, huh. That rules that out. I don't yeah. think there's anywhere lush like that around here. Uh, well, while they're doing that, Andy just finally gets up, get gets dressed, and yeah. walks over and check up on the others. And asks, um, has everyone slept okay? Well, that's no, weird dreams. We had similar dreams. Uh, is um, is Kurt back yet? Uh, no. You get a message from him saying he'll be back. Maybe he wanted Sometime to in rest. the morning. Yeah, he had to get housing in Las Vegas because he was he tired. Gambled. From the trip. I bet you he gambled. Better come home with more money than he left with. I mean, he's been through a lot. I kind of don't blame him taking at least a breather over there at Las Vegas. Went, went and saw Cirque du Soleil or something. Living yeah. a life of vice. Yeah. Um, and more vice. Everybody wants more vice. You so know, we had we had a similar we dreamed about lady with the three dogs you did. and we both had the same dream her dogs were rottweilers i think they were rottweilers right and uh three dogs there were three roads that came together. there was a, a a a billboard i can't remember what was on the billboard do you it was uh, a t an ad for t car tires uh, buy three tires get one free that's right three again and there was this hillside that was illuminated uh, that we we tried to ask the lady about it but she just she was very cryptic she seemed to think oh the attitude was well you'll find out you'll you'll get there and then she said ellie has gone home just like you jeremy said maybe call call home i was about to say have you talked to your wife this morning i uh, I, I i don't like that phrase because so a lot of old yeah, folks lot used of to mean, yeah. You know, gone home. You know, just to make sure, I mean, I know that my wife's here with me, but there'd be some people back home manning the store, keeping things Of running. course, you have yeah. your neighbor, who's one of your best friends. Yeah, I'm going to Besides call. Henry, who you let die on the mountain. Gee, quit bringing that up. I'm already guilty about it. Um, 
I'm going to call my neighbor and just ask if, um, if anything strange has gone on or if he's heard anything or if anyone's turned up. Yeah. Nathan, how goes the search? Hey, Ralph. Uh, well, it's good and bad. We're, we're finding leads. Um, no sign of Ellie, though. And, and in fact, um, I was talking to one of her friends, Jeremy, turned up, and I was talking to him at the hospital, and he was telling me that uh, Ellie went home. Oh, yeah? Jeez. Was he in the right mind? No, far from it. But I just figured I'd call you. I mean, she hasn't turned up at home or anything, has she? Oh, no. Buddy, you'd be the first one to know. I just wanted to make sure. I mean, he was telling me that she went home, which seems kind of odd to me, but I just... Figured it was worth a phone call. Maybe that um, Jeremy guy, he's he's got better. I, I assume if you're delirious, and once you've had some bed rest, you'll be a little more there. You can yeah. feel him gesture over the phone, because he usually does that. Yeah, he always talked with his hands. Um, yeah, I was planning on going and talking with him again. I just wanted to give you a holler and an update you know i'm we're, we're doing all right but it, things are pretty tense over here because we haven't found her yet and... hang in there man every day if you need anything i got you i appreciate that well i gotta get back to it ralph but it was good talking to you you too bye-bye so uh you two had the same dream um i had the oddest dream i was I was in a cavern and there was this, what we figured out in those pictures, Native American. But it was as if I was there and I, I looked a bit closely. It is of Middle Eastern origin. As I looked closer at it. Yeah. Uh, it, I tried I tried to remember what specifically, but it just eludes me. That doesn't make any sense. It is what we saw as what we described. Um, but it is of not Native American, but Middle Eastern. Yeah, it's quite a distinct different style. Mm. Wow. Yeah, uh, There's a lot of cultures seeming to mixed together. together here yeah well i think native american art might be much older than you'd find in the middle east but you could find probably stuff in the middle east that's two thousand years old I know but you said it was modern buildings again same thing Yes, but it's depicted in the middle eastern style and the most distinct thing is that it was of uh there was this figure and there were people bowing down to it or uh, or they look dead. And then going across this mural, there was this bird going across. Yeah, I try to get a closer look. The only bird I can think of could be the golden eagle, but from what I've what I've gotten the other day, that the golden eagle can be well predatory predatory uh, bird, but could be a protector. But this was just very very strange. Yeah, all all eagles are predators, obviously. But uh, 
so was the, the, the it was just a picture though, right it wasn't like moving no no it was it was just as if someone had made this years ago like many 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 years ago june what did you dream i i just felt this weight on my chest and when i woke up there wasn't anything there but the smell of pipe tobacco just lingered and it just feels like milton had all those dreams didn't smell he? of fire yes tobacco and yeah burnt beef wellington wait maddie <sighs> maddie maddie no. and frank frank with his yeah. pipe miss frank he hasn't shown up lately i'm just afraid i'm gonna be the next milton falling into the depths of despair no no, no that's not gonna happen that's yeah not honey, we're happen. not gonna let that happen to you. don't worry no we... I'll, I'll have a sand roll for that june yeah that's an 08 as long as we stick together yeah you're in good company you know, that talk of Middle Eastern art style, the only thing that I could potentially draw a connection to was that this area was um, traveled by Spanish conquistadors hundreds of years ago, the southwestern United States area. And I mean, I know that they had some ties tie with the Moors um, back in the Spain, Morocco area. So there could have been some Middle Eastern artistic influence brought in those days in the Southwest from the Spanish. Well, the Spanish definitely, yeah. There is a possibility. Well, is it, um, we didn't see those here though. We saw Native American paintings. In, but in, in my in, dream. In, yeah, in your dream, the Middle East. But we're thinking that these are all connected. I mean, uh, we've got myths from Greece. We've got American Indian myths. Are we going to start to see Asian stuff? That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, fill out the planet. Hmm. Maybe there is a universal. Well, I mean, the, the thing that you read, Nathan, uh, Nathaniel on uh, Mothers of Sorrow, They've been around since the beginning of humanity. They've they they've influenced people all over the planet. The Greek mythologies might come from that. The Native American mythologies might come from that. It's a possibility. Middle Eastern, Asian, Russian, who knows? They might all tie into one another. South American. It's Iceland. As it, it's as if everything is converging in this one point. It's a mixture, like a melting pot of some sort. We've stumbled onto some sort of doorway. The key, we see the key that keeps showing up too in things. So if we find a key, what it says there that she doesn't really use it very often. If I remember correctly, from the from the ladies of sorrow. 
we are kind of in a danger zone as far as logic goes because we have things that we've seen and that we've started to believe and it could be that in the process of looking around we fill in the blanks with our own imaginations um yeah, I mean, I do insurance investigation. You've got to remember that it's easy to imagine that the wife did it or the husband did it or something like that. But you've got to just deal with the absolute facts that you can establish. So we need to start making a list of things that we know are real and see if we can put together, I don't know what, it's just something to keep our minds from going bananas over this shit. Well, the facts are this. Um, we found a teenager dead. There's one in the hospital right now. Um, there's other three that are missing. That That's that's real, right? That's real. Okay. Um, the fact that I saw something that pointed in that direction, we don't know if that's real or just an accident, a, 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 a like you guys said, they looked all over the trail for those kids and they couldn't find anything. We left the trail and we found one of them. That could just be a coincidence, a lucky coincidence. And then we're just reading too much into it. I'm just saying we need to keep our wits about us or we're going to go nuts. We're going to go jumping off a cliff thinking that an angel is telling us to or some nonsense like that but when when kurt gets back and i think we should head towards uh peach springs is it peach springs it is peach springs. so you're going to be waiting for kurt making your preparations for the day packing restocking on resources like water and food getting ready to head out. And we'll end it there. Cool. Sounds good. Our players included Holly Buto, Chase Kapner, Dan DePaulis, uh, Nell Hippel, and uh, myself with Alex and as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can serve up, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all of the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Mm -hmm.